Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. Thank you so much for checking out the Holderness Family Podcast. You guys. You guys. It, it has been a minute. Yeah. We took a, we took a break. We took, and by a break, it's like a week or two. I don't know. Why does that feel like long? Is it because of COVID when we did like 17 things a week? Maybe. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us today. And if you don't mind, if you don't mind, if you could leave us a review, a review like this one. Yeah, this is from, boy, I, my, my vision is bad. Is it BSCC member? Yeah. Okay, great. Or BSOC, BSCC, um, saying, I so look forward to this weekly dose of Penn and Kim. Thank you for being so real with us and authentic about your highs and lows. I can so relate. I recommend your podcast to everyone in my circle because your kindness and insights and humor make me feel good about being a human. Mm. Smiley face emoji. Uh, <laughs> it's, it sounds silly, but I really think I'm, better, I'm a better partner and person Aww. because of listening to you two and your audio book. You guys, if you like this podcast and haven't listened to that yet, you must. Well, that's very sweet of that you. That is very um, sweet. So we did, we wrote a book called Everybody Fights. We did an audio book. We had more fun with yeah. the audio book by a long shot than we did actually writing the book. Not that we didn't have fun writing the book. The, but writing a book is, is really hard and <laughs> took us like three years. So I will say we do have a, we're putting a proposal together and I'll kind of need to keep it top secret for an, another <laughs> so you're book. putting it on a podcast yes for another book but you know but what i'm saying but what i want to say is we had so much fun recording the audiobook and there were things we would have done differently once we read it out loud right but we couldn't make significant changes in it because it, like it needed to be a certain amount like it had already been like gone through the not printing but it had we knew how many pages it needed to be so we couldn't add, like i would have bulked this up so i think right. our next book we're going to read it out loud first oh really and then okay 
because I felt like I we there were some things where I'm like, gosh, I wish we would have talked more about this or like, oh, we didn't need to put this in. You know? To your point, we discovered some we discovered even more while we were doing the audiobook and it that was way, way far along in the process. And we, we did make little tweaks in the audiobook as we were I'm like, you know what, let's take that out and let's add this. Right. And we made little tweaks. Well that's a good idea. We'll have to make sure that we figure out how to do that correctly. Uh, thank you so much for that review. And it means it's like so awkward for whatever reason to like read nice things about yourself but in terms of highs and lows the last time you heard our podcast we had just shared the news about Penn's father's passing and I think that I don't know how to say this thank you so much everybody for reaching out and for your kindness and the grace and it was such a beautiful service and Penn gave Penn and his brother gave just really touching eulogies and it was so lovely to like be surrounded by so many people. I mean, he was in his eighties and had a standing room only funeral at a really big church. So that just tells you the kind of impact he had in the community. But it's also, I think the both of us were kind of caught off guard. Like this is something we were expecting, but like both of us were caught off guard with the amount of grief like that we were feeling like the, in the immense sadness. Yeah. And the timing of it, the timing was weird. I definitely was sad when it happened. I was incredibly moved and sad at the funeral at the wake or the part afterwards. I, I don't know if I like disassociated. I don't know what happened, but I don't remember a lot of it. He doesn't remember chunks of what happened. So would love to know what, what that's all about. Uh, but, and then we, we went on a vacation with some friends, which was a needed kind of release, but then grief just popped its way in in the most inopportune times. And I'm not the kind of person who just starts crying, but I had to kind of retreat from time to time just to, to get my thoughts together. And it still happens. Like it happened when I was in the shower about 15 minutes ago. I don't know, like it just, just, it just hits you. I guess it's like anxiety, right? Mm -hmm. It uh, does. It has its own timetable. And I think the both of us were so it, it was so hard because if you've been listening to this podcast, you listen to kind of this journey of, you know, getting his parents and this assisted living and, but, but it's still, it's your dad. And yeah. he was just a giant physically and just in the community. And anyway, so we've also had to struggle with, so there's been grief and what that does physically to you. Like I've been so, I took a COVID test yeah. because I thought I was, I was just so tired. Yeah. I, and and, and I, I know where you're going with this. And I just want to jump in and say that this has been an incredibly tough week for both of us because of my dad's passing and yeah. all of the work that goes with the funeral. I'm going to also say that for most women out there, this has been a really crappy week as well. And and I know that you've had to, to carry that weight as well. And I... I'm I'm empathizing as much as I possibly can. I don't know if I can fully empathize, um, but but I know that that's been a part of that too, and that had to influence you wondering if you were actually so physically run down that you couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. So you know, today the whole you know probably the title of this podcast is like how to start a podcast because we got a cute question about it, and so it, I didn't really intend on taking this left turn, but I would say one of the I benefit- want you to take it. Well. Thank you. I think one of the benefits of having this podcast is the ability to have some nuance in ways that like, I think a lot of hot topics or or things that divide our country get boiled down to memes shared on Facebook. 
and there's zero space for com- conversation. And I think one of the reasons I love this space that you know we've created is that you and I get to learn. And I think that we don't necessarily stay in a particular lane, which is so funny because I think one of our points of advice is like pick a topic. But I think you know we started talking about parenting and marriaging, but the focus honestly here is to to learn how to do life better and to bring a little joy and connection when people need it. But I think we've learned, I've personally learned a lot, you know, cause we get to talk to people and we don't always bring on a guest, but when we do, we learn so much. Like we talked to Jen Hatmaker um, and it ended up in a discussion about how to be an advocate for the LGBTQ plus community. And we talked to Donald Thompson you know, about issues facing people of color. Cause I think for a while you and I as like middle-aged white people living in suburbia. People don't want to hear people from us. People don't need to hear from us. Right. That's like, what we thought. We thought we're like, you know, why, why get in the way? Like why virtue signal? Like why get involved? But on a personal level, if you know anything about us, you know, anything about Penn's dad, you know, part of the eulogy Penn gave was quoting a sermon. And we've blogged about this before the, in the, you know, in the nineties in the South, you know, he was standing up for the LGBTQ plus community and, and and talking about inclusion. And in Mobile, we in Mobile, Alabama, where he was a pastor, the KKK burned a cross on your his yeah. lawn. And, and, and you know, you're doing life well when, when the KKK burns a cross on your yeah, lawn. Yeah, I think he was pumped about that. It, <laughs> he wasn't pumped. Well, he was not pumped. Right. No, it. and I think that's one of the reasons that we actually yeah. moved here, which was, I guess, a, a blessing. But I mean, on top of LGBTQ and the value of black lives, he like we looked up an old sermon where he he used to always say, OK, if we're going to take the Bible literally how can women reconcile that? Because women's rights were practically zero in the Bible. Yeah. He said that all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think even the pastor at his at his funeral even said, I wonder what he would be saying right now if he could about what happened this week. We're obviously talking about Roe v. Wade and it is something that deeply affected my wife and it deeply affected me probably in a different way. I like... I, I'm going to give you the mic for a second because what I've needed to do in the last few weeks is listen, because as someone who, first of all, does not have, I, I'm not a woman. I, I can't, I, I try as much, as hard as I can to imagine what it's like to be a woman. There are parts of this that I will, that I need to listen to, to understand better. And second of all, I like, I, I really do think that I, I didn't need to know much about this for a long time because it wasn't an issue. Yeah. And now that it's an issue, like I didn't know that it was tied in some ways to uh, female mortality in healthcare, and and yeah. so like the, the stats that our country and you, like you taught me this this week mm-hmm. that America is last in in first world countries when it comes to maternal. when it comes to and, and that it, that's tied in. So I'm here to listen. Well, and first of all, this is not this is not going to be the entire topic of the podcast. Yeah, sorry but, about that. So, but. I, and I think if if you disagree with me on this and you need to hit stop, that that's interesting because I have done nothing but listen to uh, opposing viewpoints on this. Um, and I think, again, that's one of the benefits of this format is that we get to have these discussions as a couple. Because at one point last week, again, I took a COVID test because I thought, I'm like, I am so tired. I definitely have COVID. It was affecting your body. I, that's how- I was so depressed. I mean, I was in still grieving the loss of your father which was huge 
But then also that the Supreme Court decision, multiple decisions, by the way, not just Roe v. Wade, multiple decisions came down that I, I really oppose. And then there was another mass shooting on July 4th in well, first of all, multiple shootings, but the one I'm talking about is the one in Chicago. And I, you know, it's like when you go on social media, it's like roulette <laughs> because I was being served stuff. I, did, I didn't want to, anyway, it, it was so bad that there was a day I got so depressed and like could not function. And I, then I got anxious because I've been, I've, I've gone through, I've had episodes of depression that have been so scary and bad before that I got anxious that I was heading back into that. So like it was this really bad cycle and Penn did a good job of taking me out. But back to, you know, you brought up the Roe v. Wade. Yeah, um, I do think men at this point, just like, you know, white people needed to stand up for black lives. Straight people needed to, you know, to become allies of, you know, to talk about inclusion of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, Men need to lend their voices for women's reproductive rights because men benefit from this and they they men the the fact that men could impregnate so many women in a year and women could only carry one baby yet men have have zero financial or life responsibility after that and i like i became more pro-choice after i had a baby because it was so hard pregnancy was so hard for me the year after my my postpartum depression anxiety was so hard for me and we we were living paycheck to paycheck, but that's still, we had a house and a car and we were very privileged in that way. So we, yeah, we were very privileged. So I could, I could find the resources. Like my, my baby had bad reflex and wouldn't nurse and I could pay out of pocket for these things. Cause none of that stuff was supported. Yeah. I could pay out of pocket for all these things. So I, I would never, I could never force somebody to endure that who did not have a choice. And again, there's a lot of people listening to this who disagree with me and I I hear you. I have done a lot of listening and know but also know that like I don't know that I was never thank the lord above. I was never in a position in my life to need to consider an abortion. I was I've never knock on wood been sexually assaulted. I never was 14 years old in a bad position. Like I've, God, there's a 10 year old who was abused. Like I've never been in that position, but I have to say, I don't know that, I don't know that I could, I don't know that I could do that, but that's my choice. Right. I would never, I would never put that choice on another woman knowing what it takes to bring a child into this world. And I do have and you do too if you're listening even if they're if they if they haven't felt safe to tell you but i do have friends for differing reason that have needed a one one woman it it would be considered later term but her baby her baby passed inside of her body she her baby died and her she, her body was going into septic shock mm-hmm. and so you're telling like yeah. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm getting off the rails. There's 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 reasons for it. I think men need to lend their voices and understand. And I think Penn, you've done a really great job educating yourself. I'm about- still getting there. Like I I, I want to I do want to add like my men's voice about this too, because yeah. you and I you and I are not 100 percent aligned on this, and that's okay because. I don't think this is a black and white issue. I don't think it's zero versus 100, or I don't think it should be. 
right? This is my opinion. Mm -hmm. Personally, for me, when I had a, when I almost said when I had a child, when <laughs> you had a child, don't guys, don't ever say that. Oh my God, don't know. ever say, I just had a baby. That's so funny. We were in the gym. The guy's like, <laughs> I just had a baby. I was like, you just had a baby. You were in the gym. Actually, You're not in a diaper right now. Before you said that, I was like, okay, here it comes. I was like, cause I knew it was coming. I was like, your partner's at home still wearing the mesh underwear <laughs> and crying when she poops. You did not have a baby. <laughs> right. So again, when Kim had a baby, isn't it funny though? We do sometimes say that and yeah. what idiots, yeah. um, when you had a baby, Maybe I became I philosophically more pro-life. I did mm -hmm. like I was like, this is I cannot imagine this not happening. This is the most perfect moment of my life. I can't imagine any decision that anyone would ever make to 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 not allow this to happen. So that's just this sort of emotional vibe that you get as a dad. It's probably part of our DNA and maybe why some of us people just have like kids with 47 different wives and just keep on moving along and why that's just sort of what dudes sometimes do, which, you know, I could also say is probably not the best idea either in this society. I would say uh, maybe, maybe try not to do that as much. Anyway, that was very early. And then you know, and I had to start, I had to relearn that, that it's not about my personal feelings. In fact, it's not about my feelings at all. I had to consider the way that our society deals with relationships and families that happen, whether they're married or whether they're not married and how many different scenarios there are. And that really in the end, the woman doesn't have as much power to choose what's going on inside their own body than the man, which is a little weird, especially under like what appear to be these new circumstances. At the same time, I think there needs to be some level of accountability when it comes to it. I just don't know what that level is. I think that that's that's this like slippery slope that people have have I think chosen just to go to extreme corners instead of asking those like middle questions, right? Does that make well, sense? Well, it's, it's 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 hard because it's a middle question for a man. Yeah, it, it but it is black and white for a woman. Like you can't kind of have a baby. No, I understand that. Even if you give that baby up in the adoption system, you know. And listen, I have one of my very favorite relatives was adopted. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like I, I wholeheartedly agree and believe, I mean, that's what I'm saying. And like my, and my grandmother's that, cause my, my grandmother's very young and they got, got pregnant out of wedlock with my mother. And she's like, if that had been an option, you wouldn't, she did, she did that a lot. And, and it was taught, it was that, that was the language that was used a lot in my life. Anyway, all I can say is, cause I do feel like we, I'm in the mood to move on because I'm getting a little anxious about this. Okay. Is that I appreciate the conversations that have been had and I appreciate the grace that that you as a husband have <laughs> had this week because there there were just moments where I was just, I think July 4th was particularly hard because of, there was that addition, there was that like just another shooting. So it was like, it was like grief and then Supreme court and then this. And I was like, I, I, I hit just a wall and I'm like, but was, yeah, it was bad, but it's Friday. And are we really we, making this turn now? <laughs> I have to honey, because I'm getting so triggered. No, that's right now. fine. I like, but uh, you know, I, I want you to be able to say whatever you want to say. Yeah. Well, thank you. But I, I'm, I also recognize like the, how anxiety builds in my body and it's building now. And I'd like to U-turn from it because I've been sitting in a lot of it this week, as right. you can tell. So I would like to, in the way that life rolls, 
just to know that this is something we're talking about constantly, but also a lot of other things. Yeah. And I hope I didn't just trigger you. I was just telling you exactly how I feel. And I still want to learn more about this. No, 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 right? that, no, no. Hearing, hearing like a, a slightly different opinion doesn't trigger me. That's not what it is. It's just the topic in general. And, and, and okay. honestly, we could talk for the rest of our lives about this and everything at the end of it. So let's, uh, that's what I, and feel. by the way, just as, as one of the co-producers of this, we had this bit in the end on our outline. Um, but, uh, we, um, we, we talked about it first and I think it's just because you know how hurricanes are like the earth's way of releasing energy. Yeah. Right. And that's what a good meteorologist will tell you. Like the earth needs hurricanes or else it's just all this pent up energy. We've just got to get your hurricane out there. Yeah. And I don't know what the, the way to properly do that. I mean, I've, I've obviously, you know, donated money and lended my, you know, lend my voice and made phone calls for responsible gun ownership. And I've gone to protests, uh, you know, different, but I don't know how to reconcile this in my life right now. Start by, start by just continuing to teach your husband. And I really mean that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to learn more about this. And I also, like, I want to, you know me, I also want to hear conflicting arguments. Like, I'm one of those people who, it's so weird. Like, anytime there's a, um, anytime I feel myself really strongly leaning some way, I'll find a friend who disagrees with me and ask them about it to make sure I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. And um, and you're good about that. I, I like to think I am, but I do know that nuance is t- tough on this one. So, okay. hey, hang in there. We're going to be right back. 
Um, how to start a podcast slash slash you may have not made it to this part. If, <laughs> if you don't agree, I, well, we hope you did. Like, honestly, I hope everybody made it to this part. We know a lot of people disagree with us. We just hope like I hope for the whole world that they can take some time to listen to the feelings of people who disagree with them. There, I, I always say, if, you're, if, if you want to have a good company, you hire some people who are smart. If you want to have a great company, hire some smart people who disagree with you. Yeah, and I have to say, you and I, I, I we, we actually go out, because I think that's a reporter in us. I go search, and very rarely do people do this, unfortunately. I search out alternative sources on things to yeah. be like, am I being fed? Some lies here. So anyway, right. let's move on. All right, so um, here's our question of the day. Nope. <laughs> Do you have any questions for us? Here is where we answer them. We will try our best to get to as many questions as we can. I, I can't hear anything. I don't have headphones on. So oh, Pence, you didn't hear the song? I, I didn't hear the song. Oh, I'm so sorry. So like Pence had like bopping over there and I'm like, what are we listening to? It's a bop. It's my <laughs> question of the day thing. It's a bop. So we have a caller question today, and it's adorbs. I'm pretty sure this is a, a girl, a little girl, but she's very mature, so she could also be. She wants to. She wants to start a podcast with her dad. So I'm guessing she's not like 40. Oh my god, they're gonna love being wrapped into this podcast that we just talked about. Oh, sorry. that's a good point. Mm, sorry, but anyway, here you are. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hi, Kim and Ken. My name is Abby, and I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. I love listening to your podcast every week, and I was thinking about starting my own podcast with my dad. I was wondering how y'all started your podcast and what steps you took to make it happen. Thank you so much for making such a happy place on the internet and for making my day happier every time I listen. I hope y'all are having a really, really great day, and thank you so much for making such a great podcast. Bye. Lucy, I'm so sorry. That's Abby. It's, it's Abby. Oh, it's Abby. It's Abby. It's Abby. I'm sorry. Abby, I'm so sorry. You're, are you apologizing because she thanked you for We're making such a... having a happy place and I just talked about how depressed I was. I know. We, we do like, honestly, our podcast... Uh, look, we're trying to keep it real. And then, look, we'll, we'll bring you some happiness now. Um, uh, sweet, sweet girl. Maybe, i tell you what, maybe she bloop, bloop, blooped bloop, bloop, bloop. to her question and didn't have to listen to that first part. Oh, sweet. Okay, so here's the thing about life. You cry a little, you laugh a little, you keep her moving. So I will say, I think that is such a good question. Uh, we get asked all the time by friends and even our children about how to start a podcast. I think it's a great way to express yourself. I think it's a wonderful hobby. It could be, if you're successful enough, a source of revenue. But I will let you know, our son has a podcast. I'm using air quotes with his friend Lucas. They are adorable. They've mm -hmm. recorded about 20 of them. None of them have been edited and aired. Right. But it's a it's a fun hobby. Like Lucas comes over and they talk about sports that happened two weeks ago. Yeah. And it's so cute. <laughs> and I, I'll sit there and I'll, I'll, I'll eavesdrop or listen to the file. And they are so adorable. Yes. Um. So we're trying to figure that out. Right. It's th th there needs to be some consistency. We're going to get to that in a second. <laughs> also, like it, to that your point, Kim, it's never too early to start. I actually was on a podcast. You, I mean, you could you could Google it with a, a girl your age. She's 11 uh, or my son's age, roughly named Lucy Sandor, and okay. she works for Time Kids. What's yes. wrong? No, no. OK, you just said, OK. I didn't know if you No, you know what it is. I'm really cold. 
oh, look, I brought you this. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'd look behind you is another option. Okay. I brought you two options. Oh my God, that I'm one's like more your that. size. Okay. All right. So, uh, sorry. Lucy, Lucy Santor works for Time Kids and uh, she has a podcast at the age of 11. Mm-hmm. There are five steps to me to start a podcast. And the ones that you think will be easy might be hard. And the ones that you think are hard might actually be easy. And so I've got this list of five things. And Kim, I want you to disagree with me. Say yes, and you can say whatever you want to. I love this journey for us. About this. And you can just react. How's that sound? I love it. Okay. So, Abby. Number one, everyone thinks this is the biggest barrier to entry and this is the easiest thing. And that is get audio and recording sources, which means get something like that you can record on, that you can save, and that sounds pretty good. You don't want to hear somebody talking on a telephone like that kind of like that kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but get the best one you can. And here's the the big spoiler. An iPhone, if you switch over to voice notes when it actually records yeah. it as a microphone in the phone, sounds fantastic. Um, so, uh, and so get us, I would say maybe what we should do also is like put a doc, maybe put this on the blog and put links. Uh-huh. We could put links to the microphones we use, which are a little fancier, but I think you should put our setup yeah, in there. I can do that. Because it's not as, it's not, it's so spendy, but I would say in the beginning, yes, you're absolutely right. But then practice with the voice notes because there's a, there's a distance and maybe even get one of those tripods that holds a phone or get a stand for your phone. Right. So it stays at a consistent distance because if you get if you get like way too close, it sounds like this. Or yeah. You know what I mean? It gets kind of muffly. Yes. So that is well, a very simple way. Yeah. Practice is one of the tips as well. But on that same note, you just need a computer to edit it. And editing audio is pretty I don't want to say easy. It's easy to me, but if you're doing a podcast and there's not a lot of stops and starts, you may make four edits on your podcast. And the more prepared you are, maybe you decide to script some of it, the fewer edits you're going to have to make. But what I'm trying to tell you guys is if you don't want to spend a single dime to do this, you can get free audio editing software on the internet and you can use the voice notes element on your iPhone. So, but, but tell us if you have an iPhone, what, what you well so our our lovely producer max now edits these for yeah. us which is great um but what do you use um just for somebody sure. wanting to like kick it up and on no that's fine so it, it, when at, when max isn't available all of uh like what what i use is road products it's r with like a swedish o d e they have podcaster mics which i think run a couple hundred dollars a piece um you buy like a an articulating arm that you can put on any surface like a table that allows you to move it around pretty easily mm-hmm. it looks like it just looks like someone's arm it's got like an ulna and a radius and a humerus it's got all the bones of a human so arm but it's words. And, uh, and then I've got something called a Rode. What is this? Is this the Procaster? Which one is this? Rode. What the heck is this? So I just bought this mixing board. We're going we're gonna to figure it out. That, that comes with it. And I'll put it on there. I think it's just a Rode Podcaster Pro or something. And it's got four channels in case you want four microphones. We only use two. And it's got really easy dials up and down. And then it's got like the uh, sound effect board on the right, which is really cool. You can, on your computer, you can upload like, like little sounds. Like if you want like a boing or, you know, whatever you want to, to kind of add a little bit to the podcast. And all of this together is it's more expensive. It's, it's a couple thousand dollars, but the microphones, if you just get them, those are pretty cheap and there are much less expensive interfaces you can use just to put them directly into your computer. Okay. Find a home base is your number two. Yeah. I think in order to do a podcast, you should have like a particular field of interest. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it might help 
if that field of interest is a little bit specific so that you know exactly what it is that you're going to talk about. I mean, if you're Matthew McConaughey, your home base could just be like, I'm Matthew McConaughey and people want to hear me talk. And, and, and honestly, people tune into like a lot of those celebrity interview podcasts just to hear celebrities. Just to hear them talk. Yeah. But that, but he still has a home base. His right. home, his home base is I am famous. Right. Right. The rest of us need to work a little bit harder here. <laughs> and I would say this is where we've struggled. I, I would say like, do as we say, not as we do. Yeah. Because it started. It started with, hey, we've got this one platform and people want to hear more about us. So we were kind of Matthew McConaughey-ing ourselves. Like that we, is. Were, we were doing a little marriaging stuff. Well, though, we got better when we got to that point. But at first it was like, we need to start a podcast. It's we're on these other channels. <laughs> no, I no, I, my reasoning for starting a podcast, like I wanted to, I, I was a listener of podcasts. Maybe it was just other people saying you should start a podcast. I no, I, I wanted to. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to start a podcast, okay. um, but I didn't really know what it was about. And so we've, I mean, I, I still don't know. No, our, our home base is we're trying to get better at marriaging and parenting. And living life. and life. We're just like, we're trying to get better. So that's not super specific. I do think that um, if you're starting a podcast, we maybe we did that wrong. Like you, you want to be as specific as you can. So Lucy, the time kids girl, yeah, her podcast is called neurodiversity superpowers. Love. And oh my gosh, so perfect. And like, how awesome is that to have from the voice and the viewpoint of a kid? Mm -hmm. That is that's so that's an amazingly specific and you know, I think the podcast I will click on or it's like when I know exactly what I'm going to get because it's a big commitment to hit play in a podcast. Right. So if I know exactly what I'm going to get, that's those the ones I I tend to gravitate towards, which Penn and I do this as more of a hobby. You do hear advertisements in here and you it, sure do. It pays like it pays max's fee and it pays for the microphones and stuff but it's not paying our mortgage um so this is just like a this is a really just it, it is our favorite thing to do so yeah. and your favorite things to do don't always pay a ton of money do they no no they don't uh okay so again work a little harder than matthew mcconaughey come up with something like a top Does so matthew mcconaughey have a podcast I, I don't listen to that. Maybe it's just his book on tape and it does really well. Yeah. So I, I should have used another famous person's example, but anyone who's famous, they can just talk about themselves and they're going to be fine. We're all going to work a little bit harder. Number three, if you're going to do this, right, make a list of 10 different topics that you could talk about. Once you kind of think, okay, here's what our home base is going to be. Mm -hmm. um, try to try to project 10 episodes into the future. Mm -hmm. And this is what people actually do for like serial TV shows. If you're trying to pitch a TV show, we've been in rooms where we pitch TV shows and they're like, what does episode 10 look like? Mm -hmm. And if you don't have an answer, no one's going to pick you up. Right. So you really should have something that's either repeatable so you could say, okay, we can get to episode 10 for this. And if not, it, it's really going to be a slog if you don't know that before you get started. Right. That's great advice, Penn Wilderness. Thank you. Number four, do a practice podcast. My son's been doing practice. He thinks that they're, each one is going to make it onto the internet, but he's been doing practice podcasts for a year right now. Um, and then play it back and listen to it. Do this as many times as you can before feeling ready to play it for someone else. And then once that happens, find someone that you trust who will be totally honest with you. Everyone's got that person in their life. If you don't have that person in your life, step 4A is find that person in your life because everyone needs someone in their life who can be like brutally honest with them and play it for them and get their 
honest feedback because now that you feel comfortable with it yourself, make sure that there's someone out there who would actually listen to it. Yeah, we, we did a practice podcast. Like we went to Max's house because he had like a podcast set up. I remember that, that. Now he has an official office and everything like that. And we just started talking and it ended up being kind of funny. But then we listened to it back. We're like, wow, we thought that was funny, but that probably wasn't funny to anybody else. But it was a good exercise. We got to, you know, hear vocal tics and patterns and things like that. Um, and, it, and it was it was fun. But that episode never aired. Yeah. And you don't realize how many times you say, um, or like, or whatever. What are the words that, what did Sharon call these? It's vocal graffiti. Vocal graffiti. We didn't realize how much vocal graffiti we were using. I still think we probably use some. I think Max has a, a chore. <laughs> Does Max edit. cut a bunch of it out? Yeah. Thank you, Max. Um, 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 you know, uh, um, 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 but, um, 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 we, so, uh, um, and, uh, um, um, uh, 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 um, um, so, but yeah, so practice, we did this, you guys, not just with the podcast, but when we, uh, our first job was on camera, right? And we did a ton of practicing our standups and our on camera anchoring in front of a mirror, which sounds ridiculous, but oh, I didn't do it in front of a mirror. Really? No. Well, you're just a natural, I guess. Well, but we did, I did internships and things like that where it's recorded and you play it back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But just practice. So, so little pen holderness would just stand in front of a mirror and talk to and read scripts and stuff. Mm -hmm. You're so cute. Yeah. For some reason, it took me a little longer to go through the ranks than you. I'm not really mm -hmm. sure why. I think you're just a natural and also you're very pretty. Anyway. Okay. Number five. Uh, once you have played that podcast for your friends and gotten your input, and you've got your, your show together and maybe you've even made your first show. Once you're done with your first podcast, stop and ask yourself or ask the person that you're with, do I care enough about the things that I'm talking about that I would spend several hours a week on this for no money? And if the answer is yes, you have a podcast. Yes. So uh, we say that, I, I guess we already kind of alluded to this, is that you do hear ad reads in here and it's it's great. It's wonderful. And we have this, I think, a relatively good sized platform. And even then, it's not, and it's good. And I'm not complaining at all. I'm not complaining at all. But if you think that you're going to go on tour with it in the first year, maybe, maybe you're that person. But it is, it's a slog. I think a podcast, it's hard, but that is not, I don't even know. I don't have the login to know how many people have downloaded this podcast because I think so we have we're lucky enough to have like this team of people now and they can say like oh this one did well or this one what wasn't as high number of downloads but I don't even look at that because I think if it became about the numbers I would try to cater our conversations more to what I think people want to hear instead of what we want to talk about and that's not I don't know. That's just not what I just don't want that to be about the numbers. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I mean, you just you just summarize what I just said perfectly, which is you have to care about it enough that you're going to work on it and expect nothing in return. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's really what it is. We've been very fortunate to have been able to grow our podcast, yeah. but it's because for the first several months we made no revenue. On it. Oh, zero revenue. Six to eight months. We didn't make it. Yeah, it was a waste. Uh, like to someone, if there was just like an alien who landed, who looked about how businesses are run, it was the 
it, with the exception of the fact that it, it framed our book. It was financially a waste of time. The good news is we kept doing this and we kept bringing in people who were smart and helped us with our relationship that it turned into a book that did make us money. Um, so I would also, I, I would say something we did do is before we hit launch on, a, on the podcast, we had, I think like four or five in the can. Yes. And so I think something I would have done in hindsight is I would have de- developed a a better name for the podcast, but now it's just Holderness Family Podcast. We can like, change that whenever we yeah, want. Yeah, I know. I would put the framework of a blog around it because believe it or not, people still read blogs. I would develop, you know, I would get an Instagram page for it. I would do all these things to create support around it because you can't just put it on the podcast platforms and expect people to find it. You have to right. have a way to push it out. Well, that's good advice. So for Abby and Abby's dad. Sweet Abby. You don't even have to start the blog, but if you have a name... Go ahead and get the website right, oh gosh, right on GoDaddy, especially if it's called like Abby and John Talk Life. Like that's you can probably get that for two ninety nine. If it's called the Daddy Daughter Podcast dot com, that's going to be twelve thousand dollars. Oh my gosh, you guys! It's a, another. We just know this <laughs> glimpse into our life right now. So you guys remember. We had a board game several years ago, Family Showdown. We created it. We developed this game. We sold it on Kickstarter and a few and you know a few hundred more on Amazon. We may have to rename it. We're going through some stuff right now. Right. And it, it's it's lawyer trademark stuff that we can't get too specific. We also can't tell them the other names we're thinking about because, owning because y'all can't go steal the website. But that's you know? <laughs> every time we're like, this is an amazing name. And then oh, yeah. domain's taken or there's a, a trademark, trademark cra- hold yeah. on it. Or what's the term for trademark hold? Like the hold on the Sounds- act, intent to use, intent to use. So yeah. like it's not a full trademark, but there's an intent to use. And I'm like, ah, oh, all these. So we are like, I, there was a moment I'm like, maybe if I threw literal spaghetti at the wall. Uh, something will stick. Like I was like, I don't know what to do here. So anyways, if you find a name, don't just name it that by the domain. (laughs) Yeah. By the domain and file for a trademark, I guess. File for a trademark. And oh boy, that's a lot to ask for Abby. I know. Maybe Abby's dad can look into that. Maybe Abby's dad does that. Again. I I think trademark could be step two, but like just make sure the name doesn't already exist. I think, yeah. Uh, Make sure the name doesn't exist. Yeah. Trademark is step number 6,000. If you're planning on (sighs) turning your podcast into a board game. So, okay guys. So thanks for that journey. We have other things to talk about. We do. Yeah. What are we doing next? Would you rather? Oh yeah. Hang on there. I've got artwork. Here we go. Hey, it's time for everybody's favorite weekly game. Yeah. Both of these options are unbearable. Gotta choose one, even though it is terrible. Let's play. Would you rather starting now? So my right. my favorite would you rather's are often the ones that are like both awful, but we've today I think we are we're gonna do some some aspirational positive would you rather's. How do you like that? Sure. Okay. Would you rather be the star basketball player on a losing team or ride the bench on a winning one? Hmm. I it'd be weird for me to play <laughs> basketball, so I'm trying to put myself in a different. Because like my answer is I don't really want to be on a basketball team. So right. um, I would say probably a star player on a losing team. I think my 
it's so interesting. I want to bring my son up here and ask him the same thing. Cause I think this is a really tough question. If you're a basketball player, which he is and which I was, I, ah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it would depend on, I'm taking this way too seriously, but you it would depend, really are. It would depend on my age. Like anything before college, I would want to be the star player on a losing team. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then if I was in on a college or an NBA team, I would want to be on a championship team and I would not care if I rode the pine because it meant that I was already good enough to make it on that team. But I also got to be part of something special. But then, yeah, yeah, yep. Because, yep, yep. That's my answer. You have to pick one or the other. You can't say if, when, or put qualifications <sighs> I did this it. to you before, didn't I? Yes, you did. I want to be the star player in a losing basketball team. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I think I don't know. Yeah, but also we we tell our kids all the time because you know it's youth sports and they lose plenty. Is that um, should we bring PC up here and ask him? Sorry, sure. you go ahead. What, what do you what 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 are we teaching? No, I I know I I think that also you you want to surround yourself with people who are better than you. So if you are riding the bench, it means you get to practice with people that are better than you are, and you get better by playing with oh, better like people. That. So there, I think there's value in both. I think that you're probably right. Okay, PC. Oh my god. Come here real quick. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I wonder what he's doing right now. He's playing video games. Of course he's playing video Oh, but he's... Quick question. Okay, PC's coming upstairs. This is very exciting. Hey, buddy, we have, we're doing a podcast and we want to uh, ask you a question. We're doing a would you rather question. And I think this is a... Like, we both gave our answers and I'm going to give you the chance to give your answer. I'm going to put the microphone right in front of you. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Would you rather be the star player on a losing basketball team or ride the bench on a winning one. Ride the bench on a winning one. <laughs> that that so came quickly. Why? I mean, the star player on the losing one, it's you have the entire team on your back and you're not even winning. And the, the bench player, it, what's the objective of basketball? Or any sport? What's the objective? Well, it, the objective is to personal development and growth and become stronger player. The objective is to that and win. <laughs> <laughs> so if I'm a bench warmer and I'm winning, I'm happier than being a star player and losing. Yeah, if, if, if I'm on a bad team and I'm a star player, I've got to be a little annoyed because our team will be losing even though I'm a star player. But what? I'd rather be in a winning team and bench warmer. Okay. Yeah. PC is out of breath because he just ran upstairs to answer this question. Hey, uh, any other thoughts? But we were talking about how to start a podcast because a, a, a girl called in to start a podcast. And I know you have a podcast that has not been potted yet. <laughs> What's your podcast about? Um, We just talk about what's on our minds. Yeah. It, it, it gets funny because a lot of stuff is on our minds is usually hilarious. Should I mean? Should, do you do you want to do a consistent podcast? Because you're about like once every two months, you and Lucas will yeah. record one. Well, because Lucas is never like in town at the time that we are, or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah, put that on the schedule. Okay, Pentrals, thank you very much. Thank you. I, so, but can I say that's a good mature answer for a twelve-year-old yeah. about the basketball team? Yeah. And I think he's experienced both of those. I mean, the sweet team he's on right now. Sweet peep. They're We're so gonna see. They, hey, they they could they, they the could find lightning. Bears. They <laughs> could find lightning in a bottle. Oh you never know. Okay. PC's gotten better. It's gonna be yes, interesting yeah. to watch. Okay. Okay. So that was fun. Uh, should we do the second one, or are we good? Uh, would you rather be able to breathe underwater or fly through the air? Fly. 
Oh, I hate being underwater. Are you kidding me? Fly. Like, what do I? What do I do when I go underwater? Oh my gosh, he, he has the exact dimensions as Michael Phelps. Like, he has a longer wingspan than height. I mean, he is like practically has webbed feet. My husband, but he holds his nose and his ears. At the same time. So it's like thumbs are like plugging his ears and then his middle fingers plug his nose and then he goes underwater like this. Can I also, I mean, I love, do I love the water? I don't know. Do I love the ocean? Yes. I love, love the ocean. The ocean. Yeah. But on the ocean, you're just under for a second. And I do like snorkeling because that's like kind of on the surface. But if my ears go more than two feet underwater, like I am... No, I'm get, I'm like using that alcohol drips because I I think my ears are just they're just really good at catching and not releasing water. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Your ear holes are just really. I have huge ear holes. I'm gonna take a picture of my <laughs> no. ear hole. There's probably like you know there's like no there's not foot, a fetish. Do there's not there's like foot fetish do not websites. Say there's ear hole Pen fetishes. Has a higher ranking than me by the way. I'm like foot wiki feet. Wiki feet. I have like average feet, and Pen has like. People go through videos and they still, they take still shots and then rank people. What is wrong with you people? Hey, I'm not going to yuck somebody's yum. If you're in defeat and you're consenting. So you're okay with people who have fetish with ear holes? Hang on. Sure. I just don't, I would, I don't, my issue is like somebody's taken my photo without permission and put it on a website. So that's my issue. But if you are into people's feet and like you, you know, obtain photos with consent have at it like uh, it's not my problem okay i just did a google there's a lot weirder things to be into i just did a google search honey you're gonna have to like no that's a bad google search don't google that we have poor abby asked this question and she's listening to us right now we can't stop stop talking about it stop okay stop okay let's move on to our favorite things pen stop it Funny TikTok videos that she's rocking Scarves for her necklines and dresses with pockets Stuff she discovered and joy that it brings These are a few of Kim's favorite things And go Okay, so I, we've been busy And, you know, gone through a lot I, here's my thing I'm going to say my favorite thing right now Is not really favorite but so we've been, we started finally watching Stranger Things. <gasps> Yay! And correction, I had started watching it with Lola and then she steamrolled steam through it. I don't think it's appropriate for my 12 year old at all. She's 15 and is more mature than the both of us combined. So she's always watched it. But I, with a TV series, like to, I like a spoiler. So when it was like Game of Thrones, all these things, I started very late in it. So I like to have the series almost wrapped up so I can mow through it. And I honestly, with something like this, I like to know what's going to happen. So I I know, I know. Where's this going? I'm just saying I've enjoyed watching Stranger Things with you, but I also know kind of what's going to happen. How? You see, like, everybody's posting about it right now. So you know. Please don't tell me because I've been avoiding it. I have no idea what's going to happen. Well, I know who's still around and who's not. Okay, just don't tell me. I'm not. Okay. But I, that's, I am enjoying the experience, but I don't like to see children in pain. (laughs) So I have to like go, like look down at my phone when there's like awkwardness and there's being a child tortured. You guys, this has been an interesting testament in our relationship 
we, we get along very well and see eye to eye on most things, but Kim wants to watch Stranger Things with me. Yes. But she only wants to watch it during the day. During the day, because I get scared. She doesn't want Pen Charles around. Guess no. where Pen Charles is around during, he's around during the day. And also does not want to see children in pain. Yeah. I would say that's 15 to 20% of the entire. Yeah. It's a real, it's a real rough ride, but I'm enjoying I, I, the eighties-ness of it. I have been dying. To, do you realize how much I want to watch this? Do you know where those guys went to high school? They went to high school. Like with the Duffer brothers are exactly 10 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Went to They're high school. A little better than we are. Oh yeah. God bless. They are, but they're incredibly talented. They went to Jordan high school, which is where I went to high school. Mm. They like, they worked at Vizart, like around the corner from where I was when I grew up. Like they are, I've been dying to watch this, but you put this, this, so I think I'm going to cheat on you and probably get ahead at some point. So I'm going out on, um, out of town just for the day. By the time this airs, I will be back. I'm going to Chicago to Sweet Raquel from Amazing Race is having her baby show. Oh my gosh. I saw a picture of her yesterday and it's, you know, when there's the rest of life goes on and people get pregnant, like you forget how they can like that can happen quick <laughs> you mean she she has a belly yeah so i'm gonna go see her belly and raquel for the just saturday but i'm gonna bring the ipad and i might watch an episode or two i would but, love but, that but we have to pair up because i don't like it when you get ahead of me on things i i know this is very it's very i'm so high maintenance to watch shows <laughs> that's like, what i'm saying like, why don't you watch new shows? Because my conditions surrounding viewing are very particular. And then also, if you get hooked on something, you just like, you don't want me to do it, but you will cheat on me and go ahead. Like, no, 15 episodes. tell me, tell me how that, when that happened. Good place. I remember I was like, because well, no, I started it and you weren't, you were reluctant to start it. Okay. That's exactly what's going on right now. No, no, no. But I said, Hey, start this with me. Start this with me. Start. And you didn't. And so I was like, fine. And I went like six episodes ahead. And then you caught up. And your, then we watched okay. it together. Wait, so your favorite thing, Stranger Things? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my favorite thing, I just I just picked up a book by Michael Schur. And Speaking of the good place. I'm uh, I'm 50 pages into it. First of all, I think he's awesome. I just mm. love him. He, he shows up across all of... I, th- I think we're meant to hang out and be best friends, which obviously won't happen because he's really fancy and married to Regis Philbin's daughter. And that has nothing to do with his success. He's just in, innately genius and a I great showrunner. But... He like I loved him from Brooklyn Nine Nine, Good Place, Parks and Rec. Obviously, they're like three of my favorite shows, and he's done all of them. And he, but he wrote a book, and you can tell that he, I, I, if he got help, it's very much him. I think it's it's really a, a mostly in his voice about all of the philosophies that he learned about when he was writing the Good Place, and the book is about how to become, uh, a, a, like how to achieve, achieve total perfection and happiness morally. Uh, which is, which is kind, impossible, which is kind of what the good place is about. But it is a conversation that's been going on for thousands of years. Theoretically, what you would have to do to get there. And the book and is called How to Be Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm very early in the book, but uh, I'm I'm really enjoying going back through it because I was a philosophy major. And if he, if he had been a philosophy teacher mm-hmm. at my school, I would have been so much more content to like listen to him talk about it. Because I, I do think that there is so much humor innate in philosophy and you I can stop and laugh about it. you were a philosophy it. major. Yeah. <laughs> you make YouTube videos and you're a philosophy major. I love this. Yeah. I forgot. I mean, so he... <sighs> He goes over some stuff that I was remembering, it, you know, but mostly it's it's new concepts or concepts that are explained in a in a new way that make it even easier for me to understand than when I took it as a college major. 
Because you were like 19 and 20, yeah. which is like your brain's not even fully formed at that point. Right, right. Like, and we're in, we're in like kind of, we're in Aristotleville right now. And he, if he, he can make Aristotle interesting. So that's cool. Anyway, I'm loving this book. And what, what it does also is you laugh and then you also put it down. And just like in the TV show, you kind of sit around and think like, hmm, could, could I be better with at this? In, an, in a non like intrusive, like you should be doing this kind of way. If you think about it philosophically for me, for my brain, that's going to be the way that's going to make me a better person mm-hmm. is if someone tells it to me historically and through like, you know, this sort of journey of the mind, then then you really should start recycling more. Yeah. That's not going to work for you. No. Um, but like, let's put into the universe. We should be best friends with Michael. Schreiber. Yeah, I agree. Let's yeah. just do that. Let's go on a vacation together. Michael. I agree. Mike, who we call him Mike. Mickey. Mickey? Mickey, sure. Mickey. <laughs> We're going to go on a vacay together. Um, All right, we've, we've taken up enough of your time. Um, you guys, thank you for indulging us and uh, allowing us to continue to do this. And yeah. I love you, Penholderness. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been a rough couple of weeks, and I'm yeah. super proud of you. Your dad would be so proud of you. Well, I've got a lot to live up to, but thank you. You really do. I mean, that's awesome. You're such an amazing person. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm reading this book and liking it so much. Yeah. I don't know. We'll um, see. And I uh, love you for listening. Thank you. Well, thank you. I will continue to listen. <laughs> no, I mean. I, I was talking to the else or the people that were listening. Oh, I thought you were referring to this thing I said about Roe v. Wade. Okay, sorry. Okay. Um, uh, thank you also for listening and goodbye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 